Hi, this is Elliot Fishman, and I'm hopefully live. I'm hopefully live. I'm now live. All right. I don't know why, but the um, it gives me a hard time in my computer, you know, my desktop. So I don't know. It's the network connectivity in my office. But nevertheless, I hope all of you are doing well. I know tomorrow is Thursday. Today's Wednesday. Tomorrow is Thanksgiving. So. I know the whole world does not celebrate Thanksgiving, but everyone knows about Thanksgiving. And uh, more importantly, it's a day where we hope everyone is doing well. We hope everyone is healthy and wise and everything else. Thanksgiving, when you're a radiologist, US or worldwide, you know that if it's Thanksgiving, it's RSNA time. So RSNA, uh, some meetings happen on Saturday. The meeting officially opens Sunday morning and it runs through the following Friday. RSNA was contracting even before the COVID. So for example, um, companies, the exhibits would be till Thursday at one o'clock, which was like a half a day, never very successful. And now it's till Wednesday, five o'clock. So that's a little bit shorter. I think the meeting runs till Friday, though I do remember or recall that they're thinking of ending on Thursday, but I can't remember that, but that won't matter. Uh, I'm giving a talk, I was invited by Dave Blumke to speak about the, um, the key articles published in the journal Radiology during the CT era. So I have 12 articles that I picked as what I think are the key articles that impacted everything. I can't tell you the articles, but I will do a CTSS talk on the articles sometime later next year, sometime after RSNA is over. So um, that sounds really good. Um, now, I put down RSNA 2022, what's the future of RSNA? Now, to be frank, RSNA will survive. RSNA will always be there. It missed two years, then it came back. For last year was smaller. This year will not quite be 2019, but it will be better. But I think the reality, a very important thing is, whether it was because of COVID or the fact that COVID escalated things, RSNA and meetings like the RSNA are never going to be the same. Okay, now we know in the old days to get CME credits, you had to go to a meeting. Now, RSNA was one of the meetings you can get 40 or 50 credits for the week, so it took care of everything you needed for the two year period. We typically need 50 every two years for CME credits. There was some way you could do some published material, ACR sold stuff, companies like ESI sold stuff. Other companies sold CME where you listened to videotapes or CDs or read things and you answered questions and you could get some CME credits. But the reality is the way everyone got credits was going to meetings. Meetings could be local or they could be remote. In the old days, groups would give you money to go to meetings. And so it became very important to be able to, 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 to have those meetings, okay? Um, but now, and COVID enforced this, that it's really easy to get all the CMEs you need online. You don't need to leave your living room or your kitchen or your office, and you can get your CME credits. You may be paying attention, you may be not, but you can get all the credits you need, which means to me, you don't need to go to a meeting to get CME credits. So if the goal of CME is to give you credits, it's over for in-person meetings. What you need to have, and this is true also, CES, which is one of the biggest, couple hundred thousand people in Las Vegas in January every year, 
all technology. Now they're not worrying about giving CME credits, but they're, pro they're having the same problem. And the question is, what does an in-person meeting provide you that you couldn't find out on the line or on the web or something else? The question is, what does a live meeting provide to you that makes you leave your home, get on a plane or a train or a bus, go somewhere else, stay in a hotel, the hotels are more expensive, food is more expensive, travel is more expensive. What is it that's going to make you travel? Maybe on your vacation time, because these days no one is getting extra days for meetings, they're getting time off, which means you could be going with your family on vacation or sitting in front of uh, this, whatever, you, whatever you like doing. What is it that's going to take meetings like RSNA to survive, and not just survive, but to prosper? In the old days, RSNA was the place you looked at equipment because every little hospital would buy a scanner and they would have a radiologist who would be responsible for equipment and they would go look and compare. Well, these days, most hospitals are part of big purchase groups and groups are buying 500 to 1,000 scanners, getting three to five year contracts. So the radiologists are less and less involved and administrators more and more involved or there's one radiologist for a big group that's making all of the decisions. So the individual decisions are less and less and less. So if you're not buying equipment, then you don't need to go to RSNA to look at equipment. What is the RSNA providing to you that you need the RSNA for? Now, let me be clear. I'm using the RSNA as an example because RSNA is coming up in a couple days. I also will tell you, and a disclaimer, I love the RSNA. RSNA to me always was the Super Bowl. It wasn't just another meeting, it was the meeting. You could speak at any other meeting, but it was the RSNA. It was Frank Sinatra, if you could make it here, you could make it anywhere, okay? RSNA is special. But the question is, is it a meeting that's gonna have 65,000 people or 25,000 people? American College of Surgery met in San Diego in October. They had 10,000 people. That sounds really good. But I was told that they used to get 25,000 three years ago. So that's not so good. So RSNA survival is not my question. The question maybe is prospering. Will things get better? So I think what you need to do, and I know the RSNA is thinking about it and every meeting is thinking about it. What is it that you need to do to make your meeting unique? What is it that you can do in person that you can't do at home? I could go to virtual RSNA. I guess it costs me a little bit more money, but it's still cheaper than staying in a hotel at three or four hundred a night and flying at five hundred dollar airline tickets and eating crappy food at high prices. What is it that the meetings can provide? So I think that's going to be the challenge for RSNA for all meetings. I used to run four plus meetings a year for Hopkins, but meetings seem to have low attendance, increased costs, and I'm afraid of losing a lot of money. What is it gonna take for me to believe that I can run meetings? What's it gonna take for me to believe that, I look, we spoke at the New Jersey Radiological Society, Linda Chu and Tony Lin and myself, three weeks ago. We did it virtually. They had 65, 70 people online. We spoke there in person a couple years ago pre-COVID, and there was about 50 people at the meeting. So we even had more people 
it was probably easier for people. Now, of course, it wasn't as social, and societies like the New Jersey Radiological Society want to be social. But, you know, what is it that you could do? What is it that you can do? Uh, that becomes very, very critical. So um, I think that's the challenge. Is it hands-on? Is it more training? Is it training using workstations that you can't do at home? If it's only lectures, the exhibits used to be posters. You had to walk around. I did posters forever. If it wasn't an RSNA, you didn't see the posters. You could see everything, okay? But the reality is there are no posters, almost none. Everything's electronic, so you can see it for six months after. So there's no purpose to go to RSNA to look at my PowerPoint presentation. There is no reason to do that. You can do that after when it's comfortable. Um, that's the thing that really makes a difference. So what I'm saying is, and I don't have all the answers, but I have the question, what is it gonna take for RSNA not to survive, but to thrive? What is it gonna take for other meetings not to survive, but to thrive? And we need to figure out ways of making the in-person performance so important, so compelling, that people will go to meetings once again. So with that, I'm gonna wish everybody a happy and healthy Thanksgiving. I hope to see you at RSNA. Again, I'm going, I'm speaking Sunday. Meetings on Monday, I'll be back Monday night. I would be there the whole week. So even when you're going, you're not going the same way. But I'm excited, looking forward to seeing friends. But again, it's a short meeting. So again, what is it that we can do? What is it that RSNA can do? That's gonna be the question. And I look forward to seeing the answer. And with that, guys, have a great day.